Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties, and y'all are in for a dope one because I don't know what's going on. COVID numbers is going down in some states, going up in others, and the fucking news week is just insane. It's your boy XAB. It's your man, the same with the God. It's your boy D Flow. Yeah, bro. Uh, any of y'all got an on man moment? Yeah, uh, yo. Don't talk to nobody online, y'all. Just, <laughs> le- just leave it alone. Just, just leave it alone, man. It's, it's not good for you, man. It's, sipping tea for the right time. It's though, not bro. good. <laughs> right. Especially during COVID. Just, that don't sound healthy, bro. What, what, what's the details on that? The long story short, <laughs> man, a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all know, a lot of y'all don't. I've been single for a minute. And I've been, you know, dating during the quarantine. I won't discuss dating details. There's a lot of details. But long story short, been talking to somebody online who I never had met before. Oh, this nigga living on the wild side. And then I met up with them and everything was cool. Then they told a lie and then shit just went downhill. And it's just not conducive oh, for me right that. now. It's just not that conducive. Said conducive, boy. All right. <laughs> it's, it's not conducive it's not, for it's me, not sir. It's not conducive for me, man. So, <laughs> y'all, just don't be talking to people wildly online and and be falling in lust and lust. Nah, just. Just don't do. Just take it from take it from distinguish. Okay. Yeah, that that That's ain't it. Oh no, that ain't it. I'm good, sir. Uh. Okay. Do I have an all man? I definitely had. Oh, uh, I don't know. There was some some strange activity on one of my social media accounts the other day. Somebody in my inbox talking about, "Would you like to be my sugar baby?" And I'm like, "Heard you." Uh, <laughs> um, clearly, clearly, this is a fishing expedition, and y'all are trying to get information from me and my profile. And this this ain't it. So you know what I did. I played along with the shit. I told the nigga I was a, a well, it was a girl. I told her. Uh, I'm about to well, say, well, I don't, I don't know. Damn. I don't. I don't know what it was because it's a bot, clearly, or whatever it is. But I told the uh, account uh, that I was. Uh, I live in L.A., so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> nope. Yeah, definitely, definitely a bot, uh, and definitely, ladies and gentlemen, anybody ever go in your inbox talking about they want to give you a $5,000 a week allowance, they are, they are trying to scam you. So I just, I just hope our listeners are smart enough to know that. Give me your account number. I'm going to transfer nah. it over right now. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm finna transfer, transfer out. 
Niggas getting your account and transfer anything out, boy. I get the whole joint out. Get the whole joint. And if you are that curious to see whether or not they will actually do it, kindly open one of these app accounts that has zero dollars in it <clears throat> that you just literally open and then give them that information if you're that Tell curious them to, to find out. Put it in your cash app. Put it in that. And then let them realize that. And then you'll see, you realize how quickly that shit is a scam. Facts. Bro, you got any on mans? Nah, man, I've been chilling, man. Just doing what I gotta do, man. You know, <laughs> living life is it's it's been pretty chill, man. So, nah, I have no old man moments. So before we start the show, I just want us to acknowledge that we a bunch of hoe ass niggas. Each and every now, one hold of on, us sir. Is... Hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. I don't partake <laughs> in none of these activities, nah, sir. No, 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 no. You gotta understand why all of us got a haircut. That's some whole nigga shit, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm only hoeing <laughs> to one person. All three of us was like, yo, we trying to hold out. We finna hold out with these haircuts. I was trying to, boy. I'm out here. I'm out here just trying to live my best life. Facts. This nigga over here looking like a, a fucking milk dud bean pie. I'm over here. <laughs> That's that. That's right. <laughs> this nigga flow started the shit off last week. Listen, I was just trying. I was like, yo. I, yo, you know what's crazy about it is that I constantly nigga look like he's been long. shaping it up himself too. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you, know, <laughs> you know, I'm about to head to my barber this week too. I'm a, a nigga about to see me this week. Wow. Uh, this, oh, this nigga, you didn't moved up the wow. time frame. Is it every moved week? Up, cut it's now? A every other week, man. You know, I got <laughs> I got to do it for the for the. I mean, for the gram. You feel me? I was about to say for the hoes. Nah, That's wild. You know, no, no hoes being wild. doing nothing for no hoes over here. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga distinguished got his signature cut in the middle. Little st- <laughs> oh yeah, you already know, Daddy. You already know, Daddy. You already know. Leave that, leave that, Daddy stuff over there, sir. <laughs> you know what happens when people call you Daddy? <laughs> Chill. <laughs> nah, this shit gonna go viral next. <laughs> nah. Y'all did a lot. Y'all just did a lot. Damn, son. Y'all did a All lot. I'm gonna say. <laughs> All right. Wow. With that cut, we knows what happened when you get called. Nah, this nigga distinguished uh, look look too happy right too now with this cut, bro. This cut? Uh, <laughs> Talking about daddy, boy. This nigga, cut this nigga licking his lips without licking his lips. Yo, stop looking at the camera like that. <laughs> This nigga put on his glasses today. I right, need you to hold it down, bro. I need you to hold it down, son. On the oh, shirt, man. nigga, gonna put on some weight on the muscles and think he nice now. Yo, yes, yes. yes. Yo, yeah. distinguish the type of nigga that'll go outside with no shirt on and just stand there with his hands on his hips, just looking hands around. Hips. Son. Y'all having a nice day today? Y'all having a nice day? Facts. Fuck out of here, boy. Like, yeah, y'all having a good day. Y'all good? Y'all having a good day? Y'all having a good day? <laughs> You good? I'm straight. <laughs> Nothing oh, can't what, bless this no melanin. <laughs> you having a great day? All right. Day? All right. See, niggas just got to go one step further, son. That's why, that's why they call you daddy. Let's go. Keep it going. Keep it pushing. Oh, man. All right. Let's get into the first topic. Jada's entanglement, y'all. The, the hot topic of the week. We're just going to get straight to it. Because, uh... We well, already know niggas want us to talk about this, so I don't I didn't think 
that we would have so much content from a 12 minute and 56 second interview. 12 minutes, bro. 12 minutes, son. That I think that might have been a shot at Will, though. She was like, you was only giving me 12 minutes before we broke up. And that's why I went to... Oh, that's shit. That's why I went to August. <laughs> August was giving me 45 minutes worth of two and a half rounds with one I ain't going to hold you, son. When she says it's been so long, when she stretched that joint out, son. <laughs> and and oh, the yeah. girth. Oh, no. Nah. When she said the girth. The girth? I was... That look on Will's face, I was just like, damn, bro. Yo, nobody uses like, girth wow. in regular conversation nobody, like that. I'm son. sorry. <laughs> the girth? Girth. So for her to use girth, he, she tried to hurt she was that thinking, nigga, and she did. She, she was reminiscing at the time. There was a little reminiscing going right. on there. For you to use girth, we only use girth for, for very minimal things. There's, only, there's not a minimal wide spectrum things. of uses of girth. So. I don't even know what other way to use girth besides that one way. <laughs> I've never used it outside of that context before. So for the listeners who don't know, at this point in time, it would be hard to come across y'all. But uh, Jada definitely pulled herself up to the Red Table Talk. And we spoke about this last week, uh, Tuesday. And we we said... Yes, we did. You know, we didn't know if she was going to do it, but we was looking forward to it. And she pulled herself up. I don't know if it was Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day it was. She pulled up and... She admitted to having a physical relationship with August Alcina. She did not go into much detail, so it's still kind of in the in the air a little bit of exactly what happened between the two of them. However, it definitely has been admitted that it was something physical. They got intimate at one point, um, and that all of this happened when her and Will were separated. Which does change the narrative a lot for me. Um, but yeah. And so this happened. They haven't communicated since. Which is why she kind of feels like it's odd that he's bringing all this stuff up now. Um, right. And so, yeah, that's pretty much where we at. What's the reactions, y'all? <laughs> so first and foremost, y'all heard it here first. I said that it happened. Jada didn't specifically say those words. I do like the fact that Will Smith was checking his wife. He checked her a lot during this fucking interview because she was trying to let a lot of shit slide. I don't think she was really trying to be as transparent. Just like I said, she wants niggas to come on the show and be honest, brutally transparent. But she, when she's in the hot seat, it was kind of difficult for her. It was very difficult for her, which made me now feel like you created such a platform that the pressure is more on you as the coast and the producer and the curator because niggas is really looking for you to tell the truth and the honest truth. And when you're not as open and vulnerable, now you leave everybody else to make assumptions that may or may not be true. And at the end of the day, I think she will continue to face future backlash for this one episode. And she has, she has, she has had episodes that have gone over an hour, two hours. This 12 minutes basically to me let me know that there was pr agents involved there were people that were involved that were strategically saying we want to make it short condensed precise straight to the point maybe even the producers of facebook was like maybe there's certain things you you don't want to disclose to add more fuel to the fire but there was already things that i feel like will was more irritated than she was she was a bit i think discombobulated when he was like saying shit like 
no entanglement relationship or you know when he was saying stuff like so what happened next Jada and I was like this nigga's annoyed well and Will and and Will looked tired for the record he looked very tired like in his eyes I don't know if y'all noticed he looked mad tired yeah I mean I don't think that Facebook had anything to do with it to me I saw a conversation I've had that conversation before not the same context but I, I we talked about this on the podcast um a couple of times but I do feel like for some women, mm-hmm. um, it is right. very hard for them to take accountability even when they're caught in said situation. Now, I'm not calling it cheating because that's not what it was, but right. I think it was hard for her to sit across from her husband and say she was in a relationship with another man, um, whether they were separated or not. And so that's why she was tiptoeing around saying the words relationship. She was tiptoeing around certain aspects which does go to your point in terms of you know when people but again she doesn't force these things out of people when they come to the red table they disclose what they want to disclose i think though for her you would expect her to be a little bit more transparent because that's what the red table talk is supposed to be about is like kind of diving a little deeper regarding everyday stuff from three generations and then every now and then it's just jada and maybe Will or Jada and Willow or whatever. Um, In that sense, yeah. But that to me was indicative of almost every conversation I have with a young lady that did some shit that they know I didn't fuck with or I didn't like. And instead of them just owning up and saying, yes, I slept with homeboy, or yes, I said this about you. It was, well, you know, I don't... I wouldn't say I I slept with him. It was more so like we just fooled around. <laughs> it's like, well, what? in your case, XAB, that's probably like ninety percent of the women, brother. Let's just let's just keep it a, let's keep it a thousand. It's okay? funny because about when, 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 when the when when the thing is flipped to us, we can't be like, yeah, we just fooled her. She'd be like, no, you fucked her. You fucked. Her. It's like, right. My whole thing from that entire conversation, bro. <laughs> And me and Tiff watched it together, so it was. Oh yeah, that had to be interesting oh, as hell. Yeah, it was. It was very <laughs> interesting. Had to be interesting. It was very as fuck. interesting. Actually, we sat <laughs> and we watched it together, and um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think, but what both of us, what both of us came to a, a hard conclusion with is that one, she didn't cheat. That was that was blatant. At the end of the day, she didn't cheat. She messed with August in a. At least in a time frame that they described, they were mutually separated. Right. And doing and Will said I was doing my I thing. Was doing and my you thing. was doing your thing. You was doing your thing. And one thing that right. um I was fucking Eva Mendez and you was fucking August Alcina. Sure. So <laughs> um and another thing was that um it was an interesting thing because Will made it seem more so like we were taking a break. And Jada more so made it seem like no nigga, we were broken up. Yeah, we were so, done. Right. Um, and it was kind of interesting because she specified it three different times. He also said that, but you could tell from his energy that he always had in the back of his mind that they could get back together. Mm-hmm. But it, it, Jada, when Jada spoke about it, it was definitive. Like, no, I thought this was over. And he he said the same thing. He did say, like, yo, when, when we broke up, because I'm assuming he was the one who initiated it. Yeah, the way he brought right. it into the to conversation, it was like, I was done with your ass. But I think... That's exactly what he said, and that's how he was like, it. I think in his mind, he always still held on to the peace. You, Will is genuinely a, a nice guy. 
That's what we can all agree on. He is I think so. one of those nice is. guys. Yeah, that 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 will always have hope for the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think right. Jada is a little bit more savage. Jada's definitely a bit more savage. <laughs> I mean, as we can see, Jada just did, I, and it's funny because in reality, you could tell that this situation was not supposed to come to the light, as in any private situation. And no. No. I think what ultimately happened, and like I told y'all last week, I don't even think this have, this conversation needed to be had. However, I said the bad thing is about this is that Will's reputation is on the line more than anything mm-hmm. else. So if, if nothing else, this conversation was didn't really have, it wasn't had because Jada need to clear it. It was had because we they had to make sure that Will was protected in a small way too. Because everybody mm-hmm. would look at Will funny. Don't matter how you cut the cookie, we were going to look at Will funny. Like, what's going on in your house? You don't have control of your household. And everybody was was already <laughs> making their assumptions. I mean, everybody's been making assumptions about their marriage for forever, not understanding. I don't think that they out here just uh, having an open marriage. I think that they go through the, or they've been through scenarios where either actual cheating happened or they've come to an agreement that, yo... If we're not working at this moment in time, we can separate. And that's very different to me than an open marriage. An open marriage is just like, yo, we. whenever I see something nice, I might take it down. And you just got to have the understanding that that might happen in, in our relationship. I don't. The way they were talking, I didn't get that vibe. I got the vibe that both of them probably made some mistakes during their relationship. And that they probably said to each other, yo... Since we both said we're not separating this union, this marriage, instead of us getting upset about certain things, let's be honest enough to talk to each other and say we need to separate and we need to go our different ways for a certain period of time. And if things seem to be getting better between us, then we can come back together. Like, that's what it seems like happens in a marriage. And honestly, I think it's not a foreign concept to long term relationships where People take breaks. Couples take break. They take time apart from each other. If they see, rather than go through an ugly breakup, they do a mutual split and distance mm-hmm. themselves from each other for a little bit. And then when they're ready to patch things up, they patch things up. Um, but at the same time, I just feel like it was kind of weird because Jada, it's almost as if though Jada took on August like a project. And it's like, she knew she was going through her own things. And I'm glad that she made the statement she made, which is like, listen, sometimes you you deal with people because <clears throat> you're thinking to yourself, you're helping them. But are you actually solving the problem within yourself? Because all you're really doing is distracting yourself from your own problems that you have yourself. Mm-hmm. So rather than solving your own problems, you prefer to deal with someone else's problems because it's easier because you could dis- you, you could you could detach yourself from it more quickly. But until you can solve those problems for yourself, then you're going to realize that you don't need the distraction as quickly. So it's kind of interesting to see how she kind of put it together because once she realizes she could solve what's going on in her and her personal problems, then, you know, that situation with August didn't mean as much as she thought it meant to her. Which is interesting because August now is there. And I could could only imagine you're messing with your, your childhood crush. And now you finally have the opportunity to be with her, and she's a nice person. She cares about you. She wants to know what's happening. She's willing to help. And 
I'm pretty sure it started off more so, and she said it too. It started. It seems at least she didn't say, but from the way Will said, Will was like, "Yo, like he was around all of us." So I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it more so started where she introduced him, like, "Yeah, this is my friend August. You know, he needs help, and the fa- he was around the family." And well, as- Jaden is the one who introduced him to the fam. So he was more friends with Jaden. Yeah, because remember, Jaden's doing music. August is doing music, mm-hmm. and I guess through that connection. Is how he got introduced to the the Smith family. Okay, makes a lot of sense. And then I'm assuming as sorry, I mean ice, it's hot as fuck. So <laughs> I'm assuming that as he got closer with everybody and they started to realize he's probably built a better relationship with Jada, and she started to realize that he had his own issues, and she wanted to help. But I guess as she and Will started to go through their own situation it's kind of natural that she would find you know a little bit of comfort within within august especially if he's right there giving her the advice or being that air when she needs that air and i guess it blossomed into something else i guess it is worth then trying to break down the the scenario a little bit so he was introduced to the family through Jaden, and they all realized that he needed help and support and from what Will said on on that episode, it seemed as if the family was dedicated to getting August healthy because, as they said, he was really, really sick. So they were dedicated to that. I think within that time span, I, no one knows how long it was, but within that time span, Jada uh, and Will were having issues and decided to split um, and go do their own thing. And while that was happening, Jada had come to the conclusion that she was broken to some extent and she felt hurt and damaged and not unwanted. And through that process, I guess she's here with this young man who I think I still think was the one to throw the first pass. I don't know if she threw the first pass or not, but I feel like August might have pushed up on her romantically. And she, instead of dismissing it, was like, fuck it, let's do it. And that's how they shit started. That's my assumption. Um, It could very well have been the other way around. He could have been chilling and she could have maybe been helping him with something and and moved up on him. It's very possible that either one of those could have been a scenario. But um, just in the essence of how we know the dynamic between men and women normally is, I feel like August... And her had probably a little bit of chemistry. And he might have said, yo, fuck it. Let's see what's good. And it worked out in his favor. But through that time, he caught feelings. And I think maybe, like, distinguished, like you had said earlier, she might have been thinking about it like, yo, this is just a fling or this is just a physical thing for me. And August was sitting there and was like, yo, this is the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced you know, on a romantic level. What I will say before I shut up is I think, because, you know, the predatory word was being thrown around a lot. You could make a case on either side, maybe not predatory, but taking advantage. You could say that Jada, I do feel like Jada should have known better. That is That is my stance. She should have known better than to go down that road, especially if, like you had said earlier, this thing where she, she 
had that mentality of, nah, this isn't really anything. And she realized that he was getting really invested. So she definitely had more onus to not, you know, partake in whatever. Um, and that's just coming from uh, hindsight, because I'm sure at the time they weren't thinking about, oh, this is going to get exposed or thrown out or whatever the case is. But I also really feel like August might have been looking at this situation like, yo, Will and Jada are about to divorce. I'm here at the perfect time. And once th- that divorce goes out there and they find out that I'm fucking her, my career is going to fucking go through the roof. That's my interpretation. I kind of I see a scenario because he was too eager to let this fucking interview with Angela Yee allude to him fucking Jada. Like he was just too eager for that information to be out. Right. I think um I think August Alcina was getting love from Jada in a motherly way that he already expressed he wasn't getting from his own biological mother. We we all know mm-hmm. this. Um we also know that outside of August Alcina's trauma, he had trauma from the loss of his brother and his sister. Right. He had two siblings that died. Tragically, that's a lot. On top of you being this big artist, you're, you know, in a position where you can provide for the family. Now you're fucking paying for funerals right. and memorial services. And you're having epileptic episodes on stage. You're battling with drug addiction and things of that nature. And you're still trying to find like your place in this world and try to get a love that you were deprived from from your own. And mother. he has a, a medical condition. I don't remember the name of it, but. Yeah, didn't, oh, wow. didn't, didn't he have an issue with one of his eyes or he went blind in one of his eyes or something yeah, like went, that too? He went blind for a second and I don't know what the oh, condition wow. is, but it's like something where he was in the hospital for a while and didn't know if he was going to live or die. This guy, so... Yeah, he was listen, having a bad stretch so of time all, for sure. Exactly. So, you know, with, with all that said, I feel like outside of that, in a way, Jada... Financially and resourcefully, because obviously, you know, she has a different network. She has the resources that she can probably make a few phone calls without him having to even do anything or even pay no bread and assist him. Facts. On top of that, August was giving her some fucking good dick. You know, Big Willie wasn't there. He was slaying it down. The girth was expanding. (laughs) She felt like she was 23 back and set it off. She was setting it off on that nigga cocky. She playing Jamaican music in the background. She going in. She's going in. I just found out she's a fucking Caribbean girl. Somebody's from Jamaica in the family. I said, look at that shit. This is why this nigga crazy. I ain't even gonna... This is why he I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. I seen a picture of Jada recently, and I'm entangled, too. Fuck is you talking about? Yeah. Just, oh, just from first the all, fucking picture. First, like, <laughs> first of all, Jada has an amazing muscular body. Like she is beautiful. Respectfully, Will. That respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Yeah. respectfully, Will Smith. Respectfully. <laughs> At the end of the day, um, I think what Will was trying to convey to all of us is that he proved the point. The point was. He said this a while ago in an interview. There is nothing that Jada can do that will break us up. That's what he said. And it was proven on this Red Table Talk for 12 minutes and 56 seconds. Nothing. clear. Not even another man's dick in my wife when we separated for a few years can fuck up. I mean, shit. If I separate, bro, to be honest with you, it's fair game. 
honestly, whatever you do within that time frame is fair game. We separated. We don't live in the same house anymore. What if August would have gave her a baby though? It's fair what game, if she bro. Got pregnant? It's fair, fair game. You got you oh, got to respect the fact Man. that we're not together. I can't be upset if you're my ex, bro. Like we're not together. We're not together, bro. It's fair game. I, I don't. I, I never got those type of narratives where people would separate and then shit would happen during the separation and then they get back together and all of a sudden you're damning them to hell. It's like you're not together. Like what? What was I supposed to do? Like. I'm not going to sit here and expect you to just wait there for me to make my mind up whether or not it's going to work out or, you know, like, it's it's fair game. Like, I just feel like with August, it seems, it seems kind of weird because it was also like, dude, like, we were helping you, my nigga. Like, did you just purposely wait to, to, to try to push up on my wife as soon as we broke up? Like, yeah. it seems kind of, it seems kind of opportunistic, but at the same time. Jada knew what she was doing too. So at the same time, I just think that they. It's funny because when you really think about it, entangled is actually kind of the accurate word to use. It is the accurate word, it honestly. Is, it's the accurate word to use. They kind of got entangled. There's <laughs> no other better way to describe it. I think what she meant by that, if we're really trying to like take it seriously, is that the uh, the intent that they both started with, or the her intent, was not to get physical with him. And it ended up in that realm. And that's not what she wanted. And that's not what she desired to happen. And when she looks back at it, I think she regrets that it happened. Without her going through all, without her saying all of that, because her saying that would would open up more scrutiny. Without her saying all of that, that's what she meant by entangled. She She didn't want those emotions to mix. She wanted to be a help to him. But somewhere along the line... Maybe because she was hurt too and trauma, going over trauma and dealing with trauma too, or whatever have you, she then mixed those emotions and it fucked her up. And and that's really what it came down to. But um, uh, again, I, that's I think another conversation though, because a lot of people had a lot to say about, oh, they cheated during a separation. Those two things don't mix. Separation. I, I don't understand how that is even possible. Separation... A lot of times means we don't want to go as far as the legal process of divorce because it's going to fuck both of us up. But we have a mutual understanding that at least in this moment in time, this marriage isn't dissolved, but it is is a non-factor. We just don't want to legally call it a non-factor. You know, it may be a situation where it's like, yo, we're doing this for six months. And within that six months, we'll come back together to have a full conversation about divorcing or not. Or it could just be like we don't want to get divorced, but we are separated. We there's are. Lot, we are not. There's a, there's a lot of big couples, bro. Especially people who've been together long assets. Will and Jada has been together for a while. It would be a hassle to go through a divorce. Sometimes it is better to just go through a separation and really decide whether or not you want a divorce because it would be much more of an annoyance to do the divorce and then you want to get back together and now you got to go through this whole marriage shit again rather than just separate figure it out take the time to to deal with you personally because a lot of time like we spoke about it on several times you can't really heal someone you can only be that bridge for the to open up that pathway for them to heal themselves so a lot of times you got to let them figure out their own shit and once they figure it out, then you could have a realistic conversations. You could have realistic conversations about 
what needs to be fixed and what has to happen in order to get back to that space where you could function as a team again. So it's cool. They separated. They mutually understand the separation happened. You could tell Will is a little bit annoyed, but I don't really think neither of them are annoyed about the fact of what Jada did as much as they're annoyed about the fact that they're forced to talk about it. Absolutely. I think I, I agree with that. Uh, absolutely absolutely yeah, I, I don't think either one of them had plans to have to rehash this revisit it retalk about it they you you know that they had crazy arguments about this shit when it originally happened you could tell because like even certain things like will is joking and he was cool about it but you could tell like he was at the time that nigga was probably tight like are you dead ass you fucking with that little boy like you could just hear the arguments in your head so, um, but they, them doing this did break Facebook watch records, um, which, oh, which wow. in my opinion, that means Jada won, uh, her, you know, the back and forth because she, the watch, she's getting paid out the wazoo. If y'all niggas want to be in my business, y'all going to pay me for it. That's basically what she did. Um, and, but, and um, it, it is opportune because they, they, this did really well. And what, what commercial launched right afterwards? Their podcast, it's mm. boom, 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 boom. Because it's not until after. Wait, this, wait, wait. Whose podcast? The Red Table Talk Who's podcast. Red Table Talk. It's a podcast. Yeah, that shit is being promoted on Power One Hundred Five. Yeah, like this weekend, I'm driving around, oh, and I heard the shit. commercial. Oh, life is the different. iHeart Radio. Oh, life yeah, is the iHeart Radio popped up. The iHeart Radio commercial. And I was just like, well, would you look at this opportunity? Like, listen, take yep. advantage of it. Look at that. So, so. I listened to August's project, and the project is fire, bro. He really, in mm. my opinion, did a disservice to himself with putting this info By out of here. letting the cat out the bag. Because right. I, I'm pretty sure we would have been talking about his project over this. And a lot of people haven't even listened to his shit. They just worried about who Will and Jada and August were sleeping with. And the So I guess I got to listen to that nah, project. The project then. is really good. It's the best one that he's put out, out to August since the first project he put out. Listen, he's trying to get back on top. He's trying to get back on top. Yeah, uh, another person who's trying to get into the arena is Kanye West. Uh, he released details about his candidacy. He's calling the party the birthday party. Uh, he no longer <laughs> he no longer supports Trump. He thinks that uh, vaccines are going to have chips in them, and they're going to implant us with chips when they give us the vaccine. Uh, he wants to run the country like Wakanda, and he said something else I don't remember, but uh, that's the platform of his presidency. And then Chance the Rapper comes out today and says that he questions why people are so against voting for Kanye West. So, Chance, are you fucking kidding me? Chance, are you? Chance, stop rapping. We gave you enough chances. Stop. You're going to need more security, and this is not the big day, okay? This is not the big day. This, so this is something in that Chicago water, bro. He's, he's questioning why people are so against voting for Kanye? Yeah, he put up a tweet and was like, I don't... First he said, explain to me how Biden is better than Kanye. And then he put up a series of tweets that was like, well, um, you know, I still don't understand why y'all wouldn't want to vote for Ye, but... Um, I just have a different opinion on things. And I, 
Chance just been spiraling for me, man. It's ever since his last project didn't make didn't do any type of numbers. He's just been saying some wild shit. Like on rhythm and flow, he's kind of cool. But on social media, he's just been doing a lot lately, and I don't know I what's don't going know, on, son. Oh, when it comes over to the Kanye West presidency, bro. One, I don't see the legitimacy of it first, and two, even when Trump ran for president, he was campaigning for like two years. Like mm-hmm. he was putting the bird out there, and then a year prior to it, he really got on deck, really made a stride to be. To really run campaign and convince people had a slogan the whole nine yards this this cat kanye i ain't gonna call him a nigga this cat kanye <laughs> came out the blue five months my fault four months before prep before um before election and talk about he's finna run for president no party backing so he's gonna do it independent it, it appears and not even really saying realistic things to convince us to actually vote for him. So at the end of the day, I'm not saying Biden or Trump is the better choice. Neither of them is the better choice, really and truly. But at this point, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, you can't compete with them, really and truly. And Kanye's not even in the conversation. Yeah, it's I'm not sorry. even. I don't even know if you could actually do that right now. Can he actually put a? Can he actually be a part of the ballot? Because I don't think that's he possible. Can, he can apply, but in several states, he wouldn't be able to to be on the ballot. Um, D, what you what you feeling? I think um, I think Kanye West is trying to reinvent himself politically because he lost us a long time ago in the rap mm. in the rap culture politically. Mm. So he's trying to. He's trying to win back some people that he lost along the way. And, you know, R.I.P. to his mom. I keep seeing this pop up every once in a while. We can't keep saying this because of his mom. Like, there's something else wrong with him. Oh, no. his There's something. Yeah. No, he he's yeah. dealing with something. There's, there's, yeah, there's something else wrong. And, you know, for the family to state that he's having a manic episode, I called it. And I'm going to say it again. I'm not going to be surprised. We will be making the announcement that Kim has filed paperwork for divorce. I don't know how much longer she could take it. I'm being honest. She's quiet now. She's quiet now. She's going to be divorcing this man real soon, and I feel like the divorce is only going to make him go even harder to become president. Yeah. He's going to be like, I lost everything. I lost my mom. I lost my wife. Y'all got to vote for me. Yeah, I think if he had said this in 2021 and he started his campaign 2021 for 2024, Mm-hmm. He might have a chance. He might have a chance if he really goes ham. Not even really With a the chance state of to this win, country. Absolutely. But at least he would be a viable part of the conversation that people would be like, oh, Kanye West might actually get up here and do something. But yeah, I just feel like he's, for me, he's just a, another plot for to bring, you know, publicity and to get people to sway over his side. So. At the end of the day, he knows it. It's too late to really be a part of the conversation. So, yeah. you know. Listen. He also, it it also mm-hmm. seems like he has an album coming. I also believe, so his mother apparently passed away yesterday. Yesterday, oh, oh no. Yesterday was her birthday. Mm. And so, it doesn't surprise me that he went through a manic episode 
during the month that his mother, um, you know, was born, her birthday. So, and then he also released a track called Donda. Um, it actually doesn't sound bad from what I heard so far. It's only a snippet, but he released the snippet of the track. Um, and I, is it a gospel? Is it a gospel ish record? It, it it sounds like a little bit of old Kanye with the gospel mix on it. So okay. it has it definitely has gospel elements to it, but he's rapping, rapping. Um, so I'm interested to hear hear it. Um, it does sound good, and I keep hearing that the project he's working on with Dr. Dre does sound good. But you, oh, he's working on the project with Dr. Dre. Yeah, this this next project oh, is supposed shit. to be him and Dr. Dre. So, oh shit, we we okay. So we might get old Kanye back. Maybe okay. who knows? Oh, my only thing is, oh you can look in Kanye's eyes and see that there's. There's something wrong. wrong. Yeah, that's not the. For those of you who think the old Kanye is coming back some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. that is never going to happen, unless they, unless he makes some major changes in his life. He is. I don't want to say he's going to continue to spiral, but he's just not that same person from late registration. We're not getting that man back. <laughs> like I personally just want to hear. Can a young nigga give money anymore? Like that's what I project. I'm gonna hear that Kanye back. I wanna. I don't know if he's ever coming back though. He's not even saying the word nigga no more. So I don't. Listen, man. It's clips. All, all if this doesn't show you that fame changes changes you, if you don't put, keep oh, the yeah, right people around you, and if you don't, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, if you, a lot of people want fame, but a lot of people ain't built for that type of lifestyle. The ones who are built for it, you know, because they stay stable. The ones who aren't are the ones who spiral out of control. And that's mm-hmm. just the reality of how it goes. So God bless his soul, man. I hope I hope he's in a good place right now. Just, you know, don't waste your money doing things. Because honestly, putting up money to do a campaign is a waste of your money right now. Speaking about being in a good place, ladies and gentlemen, here we are with COVID-19 updates. It's been a while since we last gave y'all that. First things first, shout out to New York State. We have reported zero coronavirus deaths since March. So shout out to everybody that's been taking the precautions seriously. Uh, Unfortunately, fuck up Florida breaks the record for most COVID cases in a day with 15K in one day. Florida, Florida, Florida. What the fuck is going on in Florida, son? God damn, son. Can somebody tell me what the fuck happened in Florida? Yo. Fuck up Florida is really doing it, man. Yo, Florida. These niggas been wilding for at least the last 10 years, bro. First of all, bro. Back in May, my nigga, when we were over here trying to not touch one another, pause, and not be around one another. These you, cats were... You could touch me, D-Flow. It's cool. We're brothers. You could touch me, Yeah, D-Flo. when, when niggas was trying to stuck. stay apart. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. These cats were in Florida going to beaches, sipping pina coladas. Wild at hookah. Slapping chicks on barbecues. the ass. Listen. Right. I don't know. We were all like, oh, y'all niggas is living wild over there. Oh, good for y'all. <laughs> Truth be told, <laughs> six six <laughs> weeks later, what happened, my nigga? What happened? So, like, like, come on. So, like, every, we knew this was going to happen. We called it. We said, yo, they're all they're having fun, and the numbers is finna shoot up. I ain't think it's going to shoot up to 15K. <laughs> However, this is what happens when cats think that this shit is a joke this shit ain't mm-hmm. the only thing i will say and i said it i said it um yesterday too the only good thing is 
there seems to not be as much depth. Yeah, so, the deaths seem to have subsided. Yeah, a bit. yeah. So yeah. it's like even though the cases deaths are have high, chilled out. I guess the the health situation, the the medical system has figured out a better way to control and and prevent deaths from happening. It is because people are more aware of it. That people are, if, even if they're right. getting infected, they're doing a better job of of taking care of themselves. But um, mm-hmm. I was I was um telling my mom last night. She was just like, yeah, but you also got to realize that you're not going to see the debt toll from these numbers for another two or three weeks. Yeah, so we're not seeing this for a minute. Yeah, so she's and like, mm. there's something to, there's something to be said about Florida being one of the most vulnerable states to this virus because there's a bunch of retirees and old Definitely. niggas in Florida. So there's there's a lot of people who got it that ain't making it. Unfortunately, I don't exactly. mean to nah, say they're not gonna make. I ain't it. trying to say it like that, but a lot of the nah, I say it like l- that. I say it like that all the time. They're I not mean, gonna the population the, if, on the bright side, if this does work out and the death the debts are controlled, people don't want to die. That's inevitable. But if it's controlled to a point where it's not that wild, then thank God the medical system is has done a great job in terms of how they're preventing these things because. Even even with how the ventilator situation going, they're realizing that rather than putting someone on a ventilator, you can use a sleep apnea machines and it helps mm. them way more. Mm. Because oh, the sleep wow. apnea machine continuously pushes air into your lungs. Because a lot of the times you don't it's not that you can't breathe, you just need air, more air to go into the lungs. So they're realizing that sometimes well, not sometimes it's been proven even here in New York that a lot of people actually do better with just using the sleep apnea machine versus putting them on a ventilator. They have mm-hmm. more the, the survival rate is higher. Like ventilators should be like the last result. It shouldn't be you coming. Oh yeah, let's throw him on the ventilator because he doesn't have enough oxygen. And that'd be your first choice, knowing that it's a twenty percent chance they might get off of that. Right. So yeah, so you know, let's see how it pans out. But you know, Florida, y'all wallin'. We ain't, we ain't going to move past that. Y'all are wild. Flo- Florida's wilding, but Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, Atlanta, we just went back to phase one. <laughs> Yo. Atlanta's at phase one, kid. The malls was just open yesterday. The malls <laughs> are closed today. <laughs> Atlanta yeah. didn't take this shit seriously either. Atlanta didn't take it seriously either. Fact. Dome in Texas. All them niggas down there was just thinking that, oh, we not getting hit with viruses. It's, it's only New York and California. And those are liberal states, and they da-da-da-da-da. And the only reason we got hit first was because we are coastal. And we have a lot of imports yep. and exports and fly-ins mm-hmm. um, coming to right. our our sides of the country. Yeah, because we are in a very pivotal place in America. This is New York. We are the capital yeah. for magic. But it was always weird to me because I was just like, why wouldn't the other pivotal airports get hit too? Atlanta is a hub. Right. Miami's a hub. Houston is a hub. California. You feel uh-huh. me? Cali, New York. But, mm-hmm. you know, Houston, Atlanta, and Miami are big hubs too. Like, you know, those right. are huge, you know, huge hubs for airports and, and, and imports and exports. So I'm just like, why didn't they think they were going to get hit too? And at the end of it, the day, the virus is going to spread. And as niggas caught it in New York, you think cats were moving around? Like, it's going to be so hard for this country to actually control this disease because the minute one one city gets it or one state gets it, cats flock to somewhere else. So... is is that, and it's also... 
you we have we have you know our commander in chief here who says it was it was a state by state basis. Y'all do whatever the fuck y'all want. Now now it's oh all <laughs> schools must open up at the same time, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, bugging. It was always projected that it was going to take a little longer for the virus to get to the middle of the country and its population density to take into account as well. So once it hit New York, we said it from jump. It was going to cook New York out for a little bit. But I I have to say this is one of the moments where I am very proud of my city because New York took that shit by the reins and flipped the script. Like it was looking dire at one point. Niggas was like, niggas was like, oh, New York is finna die. Yeah, it and, was wild. and we like now we're talking about zero cases. You know what I'm saying? Like zero that is debt. a real since March zero deaths. Yeah, I mean zero deaths. My fault. I think it, it jumped. Yeah, it zero spiked deaths, the yeah. other day. I think it was like three and some change the other day. But um, that's still. I mean, it's going to uptick again because they're trying to reopen the public, so you, you could expect the numbers to go back up. <clears throat> the difference is the right. numbers spike, but where New York is going to have its difficulties if the number's going to go back a flat line again. So if it mm-hmm. spikes, that's fine. But if it goes back steadily down, crease again, then, yeah, we've actually effectively found a way to, to minimize the cases, which I is I mean, great. we took CDC precautions, and I think that that plays a big element. Of course, like you said, people are going back outside. I'm seeing a lot of people going to the, to the outside bars and all these things as if they can't just sit their ass Home or, or people going to the mall. Yeah, people going to the fucking shopping centers. I'm I, like, good luck. With I that. mean, and it's cool and all. People wearing their mask and stuff. Um, but overall, for us to have gone from at one point being the epicenter in America and being the place where we was breaking records every other week to now we we chilling and now Florida and them is is cooked out. You know, it's a it's an interesting thing. It says a lot about New Yorkers because. You know, we always get a bad rap for not for being like the angry people or not the rudest people in the world or whatever. But we were able to definitely quell the virus, which says a lot about how we treat our neighbors and how we Facts. value life. So Facts. I think that's dope. Um, Trump. Yeah. Like I said, Trump wants to reopen schools for the fall, regardless of case cases going up and all of that. And yeah, that's a dub. I'm not sending my child to yeah, school. That's, that's, yeah, I'm that's not definitely putting my song. child's health at risk. I'm putting that worse my own health. So at the end of the day, I hear you. But at the end of the day, who's who are you? Who are you pleasing with that? And that's always been my question. I have a lot. I hear a lot of parents saying, "Oh, kids gotta go back to school." Da 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 da. But I'm just like, yo, it's all fine and dandy until your child gets it. And now you're sitting there crying, talking about, oh, what, what, what can we do? You should have kept your child at home. At the end of the day, I get it. People got to go back to work. Money has to be made. Things have to happen, which is 100% valid. Nice. I'm not discrediting that. I'm not in disagreement with that. However, you got to weigh the ins and outs of that because at the same time, all these chil- children are adults. You can't control how these little cats finna go over there, touch each other. They're going to spit out their mouth, rubbing in each other's ear. Cats is sneezing. Nobody's covering their mouth. Nobody covering their nose. Now you're putting the teacher at risk. You don't know what's happening. 
it's just way too risky. You have especially to, the little kids, yeah. especially like like kindergartners, seven, not seventh. Well, not seven, but oh yeah, even seven, like seventh and down, middle school and down, middle school and down, middle school and down. Period, bro. Ten year olds and, and down, under, yeah. and like none of these cats can be trusted, son. Like you cannot trust these cats to follow the right procedures. All them gonna be sharing cookies. Oh, you want some of my juice? Say less. <laughs> you want you are oh, you like my sweet ah, listen <laughs> i ain't got time for none of that these it's a even if you try bro i watch dante at the park and these cats do the wildest thing and it's innocence but at the same yeah. time <laughs> it's within their nature to play with each other they don't care bro they just want to yeah. have fun they don't even know what, a, what a, they understand a virus is bad but they they can't see it, so they they just like oh he looks healthy. I'm gonna go play with him. That's Max, it. That's it. Right. Bro, all that shit goes <laughs> through the door. Meanwhile, Jonathan. Mm. Meanwhile, Jonathan got rabies. <laughs> all that shit goes through the door when they start playing, bro. You tell these cats the whole nine yards. Don't wear do your this, mask. Don't do that. The minute these cats start playing, bro. All that's on their mind is whatever game they're about to play. They don't. The mask is about to be a slingshot. Slingshot. Right. Everybody getting these hands. They touching each other. Everything is a. They're coughing in each other's faces. They're running around. They started to breathe hard. Oh, right, in, <laughs> right in your face, bro. Like they want to cough. They might do this. <laughs> hey, and that's hey. that right there. Like, hey, that's it. And then what he do? He come over to you. Hey, mommy, touch your hand. Hey, Johnny. Da, da, da. You got no Psych clue dog. what happened. No clue what happened, bro. Nah, all right. that's <laughs> too much. And next thing you rules. know, you sitting laying in the bed dying for dying, fourteen son. days. Or they be like, oh, you know, we're gonna Die. control it. Kids are gonna eat in their classrooms. You send your kid to school with their lunch. Okay, cool. You pack your nice lunch. He he takes that bag of Doritos to school now, and Sophia sees it. Oh, can I have some? Sophia puts her entire hand. She didn't take mm-hmm. one chip. She puts her entire hand in the bag, fills the bag up, and then pulls out one chip. I don't know how they do it. They do it all the that time. That sounds that sounds provocative. Listen, bro. She really fucked I see, up that bag. I see Lily do it all the time. Lily will put her entire hand in the in whatever she's about to get something from and grab out one particular thing, but her whole <laughs> hand was in the bag. I see Dante does this. They don't do Pour it in my hand. There's finished a ship. You gotta pick the particular. Huh? You gotta pick the particular chip. It gotta feel good in that's your hand. It. You gotta touch the whole. That's it. And then you gotta pick the, the particular the one, one you, and crunch that's it, it in your mouth. By that time, your whole bag yeah. is fucked up. Now the whole bag is, is contaminated. And, and these, these older niggas ain't no different. Like these. Oh, <laughs> nah, they not. These high schoolers love to run around and push each other and slap each other and flirt and do <laughs> all this other foolishness. And you Facts. can tell them, yo. Yo, make sure you keep your mask on. All you're going to hear is, oh, my fault. Oh, my fault. My fault. Oh, my fault. Oh, my fault. Y'all wilding. Y'all wilding right now, man. I got my yo, mask on. Yo, I ain't on. keeping this on. I can't breathe, yo. Like, y'all trying to suffocate me and stuff. Yo, like, so, right, yo. I mean, I don't see that. I don't see what the rush is about. Let us figure it out. Let's see if this second wave hits uh, in, in the fall. And if it doesn't, restart school in the wintertime. I mean, in January. Okay. If, it, if we're not hit, we're not. That's, that's it. I, I'm, that's I'm not a big. I'm not in big a big disagreement with doing the remote learning. At the end of the day, agendas have to get pushed. 
people got to do what they got to do. Cool. Just do it online. The, the yeah, school is still there. happening. I don't think any school system shut down all the way. Every school still operated. Universities still gave out work. Uh, as far as I know, many schools went until their actual ending date just remotely. And I don't really see a rush to jump back in a building and cram people in. Like we spoke about before, this kind of tells us or told us where we need to go regarding schooling in general, because that's inevitably where it's going to go anyway, is they're going to be learning from a screen. That's really what it is. That's where Kids are going to be learning from a screen. We called it. So we called it. Can can any of you two brothers verify? Uh, I'm speaking to a young lady now when she said that she's a teacher. She said that when schools actually do fully reopen, parents are going to have a one-time opportunity to choose whether or not they want their child to be taught in the school or they want their child to uh, do I remote said learning. That Once shit, you choose remote learning, I said, you can't I said back. that shit weeks ago, bro. Remember I told y'all that? I said, <laughs> this is going to be the reality. You definitely, you definitely did. I said, what they're going to do is yeah. they're going to be like, if you want to opt into remote learning, you could. However... But once you opt it. in, you can't opt out. So you have to make mm-hmm. a really right. major decision. And, and she said that right now, her school, because she works with uh, young people who have um, you know, special needs, and she said that her school sent a memorandum and said, moving forward, once school officially opens, after they figure out what the you know, dynamics are going to be in the classroom, any parent that wants to opt their child into remote learning, once they say yes... There is no turning back. Right, that's it for the rest of the I school said, oh, year. Shit. I mean, the, the chancellor's email. <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the school year. The chancellor yeah. email that we got said basically, at the current moment, what Bill de Blasio has, him and Bill de Blasio has officially said until further notice is that the capacity for students in classroom will be nine, roughly nine students. And what they're going to do is wow. that they're going to flip it. So certain kids are going to come like twice a week. And certain kids are going to come three times a mm-hmm. week and they're going to go back and forth. And then the rest of the week is going to be from home. So they're going to, I guess what they're trying to do is allowing at some point in the week, the students will be in the classroom at least twice. I guess right. to interact with the mm. teachers and, you know, it's just good for certain kids too, because there's certain kids who are just slow learners and they need that interaction with physically with the teacher. So I don't think that's a bad idea. I think it's a, it's a smooth solution it's not a bad idea. It's a little complicated for the people running it. I agree. It's, it's a lot of work on the administrators and a lot of work on the teachers to to keep keep track of who is supposed to be here on Tuesday and Wednesday versus who's supposed to be here Thursday, Friday. You know, that exactly. part of it will get, at least in the beginning, will be a little tricky, but it's not a bad idea in totality. I think oh. that's going to be tricky, boy. You're going to have them parents say, oh, I, 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 I know today with my kid. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know. Guess it's going to be a lot of kids. kids and dip. <laughs> yep, and it's going to be a lot of students who, you know, older students who are going to try and use that, oh, I didn't even know I was supposed to come today. Oh, I forgot I was supposed to be in the building today. Yeah, and that's a fact. Use that to not come. So the remote learning seems to be... You know, it, it works. I understand, again, like you said, you know, some students need that in-person interaction. So it's not a bad idea. We're going to see. I just don't think it's a rush to open back up because once we open back up, we're not closing again unless some major right. Def- situation we're definitely not. Yeah, we're definitely not happens. closing. So if we open up and it's a mess, we're going to be dealing with a mess for the entire year. And that ain't going to be cool. 
Uh, it's not going to be a good look for real. <laughs> it's not. Speaking about speaking about good look, Scissor recounts the time she found her ex fucking someone else. Wow. Have you ever caught someone you were dating with someone else? I've never caught them with somebody else, but I've definitely... I never caught them with somebody I've, else. I've caught... Nope, nope. Let me not say that. I have caught them with somebody else, but they didn't know that I knew. Um, okay. Yeah, I've definitely... Definitely that Florida situation opened up some uh some uh I, some ideas as to what the fuck was going on. Um Sheesh. but it's always these awkward situations where it's like, yo, we're not in a relationship, so you don't have to lie about this. I don't understand why you are though. I don't know why But why do people feel so comfortable lying about it when they know they could just tell the truth and it's like I like, 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 you know, I was, I was saying earlier on my Facebook, like, everybody wants to be told the truth, but you out here lying to everybody else. This shit doesn't make any sense. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know why that is, is a thing. But you, you said you've never, you've never caught an ex doing. No, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've, I've caught an ex. Did you catch a whiff so at, at least... of like some shit might have been going down? Uh, kind of, sorta, but. No, like, real hard evidence. Um, nah, like, no real hard evidence. Yeah. Nah. Well, Scissor, that that sounds wild for Scissor. To I can't. That sounds wild for Scissor. I can't yeah. imagine, like, walk going to a party, and you walk into a room, and you see the person you're dating just thrashing out somebody else. Oh no! Oh no! That's like that's the. That's a whole different scenario from coming home, too. Like Listen, I don't know what's worse, but some niggas, I don't think I some could. niggas got to shoot for the stars and aim for the moon when they end up. I the don't know, bro. <laughs> I've 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 tried to multiple scenarios in my head, tried to figure out how I would react if I walked in the crib and I walked into my bedroom, and some nigga thrashing out my wife. I don't know. Mm. I can't tell you what rationale is going to go through my head. I can't. I don't know. I, I will say I'm not going to go wild and kill the person. But is an ass Scissor. whooping? Is an ass whooping in order? Hell yeah. Somebody's about to get the ass whoop. Scissor. What if that nigga's August Alcina? Punch him in, his Sigur- own, in the other eye. Scissor and, and, wow. <laughs> and Kiki both. Uh, I think one of them said between the two of them that everybody feels like they're going to go wild in that. No, I think it was Scissor. Everybody feels they're going to go wild in that scenario, but she went in there. She saw what was hoping on. She said, oh, my God, sorry, and walked out and then cried on her way home after the whole scenario. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, don't. i like, too cool for school, so I feel like I'm going to be like, nah, continue. Do you, and I'm going to walk out type I of shit. I would have stayed right there. Y'all niggas got wine. Yo, y'all niggas need anything from the fridge? Heard you. I'm a, well, while y'all fuck, I'm going to pack my shit up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pack I, up. I think it, I all think it's how attached you are to the person. I think it, it all depends on how attached you are to that person. It really comes down to it. And I, and at the end of the day, the anger that sets in right then and there sometimes even isn't even directed at the person who's with your partner. But you know, I don't know. I guess it varies. Nobody can really say until that's one of those. It's you have to yeah. be in the moment. I, I don't want to ever be in that fucking moment. I don't, I don't even want to. I don't even know. I just hope that nigga laying down the dick. Like, I'm be like, yo, you better be laying down a murder game, nigga, on my wife. Nigga, you better be giving her the dick, nigga. Let's go. Nah, I, I don't, I'm not that level of optimism. Of I, don't, I don't have that level of optimism, <laughs> bro. 
She, that, um, and, and when I come in the room, if that nigga finish coming, yo, she's keeping that baby. Because I'm, I'm leaving. Tell you Make sure one, you bust I can tell you I'm one out. thing. If I'm, I I'm ever out. catch <laughs> my partner in that, we're done for sure. It's easier if I find out you cheated and you did it already. But if I walk in and I catch you in the act of it, bro. <laughs> and Shorty we, getting a cum shot oh, on the face. Hell, oh, we oh. done, bro. Ain't, ain't no coming back from that. Ain't no coming back. No conversation tongue out, bro. that could fix that. She got, she got her tongue ain't out. Ain't no resolve, bro. Ain't no resolve in my body that could let my, the visual of that in my head. I don't I know, couldn't forgive bro. it, bro. I couldn't. I don't Can you I don't imagine know, that? Bro. Your wife is just on the ground and you walk in her room and the nigga busts. I can't and do that. It goes in hot. Yeah. Eddie, no. yo. Could, yo, that whole. I can't come back from that. Son. I can't come back. <laughs> I don't even I care. I can't come back for it. We have, the to, visual. We, have to, we have to ask this question tomorrow on the whole fucking. <laughs> yeah, the, the mental visualization of that would. Would fuck me up for the rest of my life. I would not be able to free. That's the type of shit that gives you trauma, bro. After that, you, <laughs> you, you, you. you yeah, every time you trauma. close your eyes, that's what you're saying. Oh, shit, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> like, oh shit! You think that nigga coming on you every time you go to sleep? Oh, oh god! I, I, oh, I, I don't fuck. know about that, bro. <laughs> yeah. that's a, always, that's a always you thing. another step. That's just a you <laughs> thing, bro. Only you would think that, bro. I'm, I, I, I hope that nigga is not coming on me unless I tell him to come. Whatever on me, works okay? for you. So Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke has the number one album. He made it to number one. Congratulations, congratulations, to Pop Smoke. man! Congratulations <laughs> to Pop. Two, two, two seventy eight the first week, man. Good looks to and that. And the kid. alleged killers have been uh, apprehended. Detained, yeah. Three, three adults and two kids. I just don't get what what, what this world. An has adult loosely because they were eighteen, I think. Some of them were eighteen. Oh, wow. damn, son! Not taking away culpability, but. Yeah, it's wow. a lot of it's it's nasty, um, and apparently their motive was just that they saw that he was at that address and they thought that they could rob him, and that that was pretty much yeah. It. Pop Pop Smoke also for those who are not in the know, Pop Smoke's birthday is July twentieth. With that being said, there is a deluxe album on the way dropping on July twentieth, and there is a Pop Smoke documentary in the works. So it's, it's a lot of shit coming on the pipeline. I'm not quite sure why they're going to hit us with his album and a deluxe album and a documentary at the same fucking time in the same year. But I'm also feeling like niggas is trying to capitalize off this young man's death as much as fucking possible. That's just my personal opinion because a deluxe album and a documentary is in the works. Nah, y'all niggas is capping. I mean, the deluxe yeah. album has been a trend. A lot of artists have been putting out deluxe albums a couple of weeks after they put out their original album, or very close to the original, but the documentary might be a bit extra. Um, with the That's a with the deluxe, Pusha T has a verse on the album on a song where he's throwing shots at Drake, which I again, yeah, I thought this was over. That everybody thought it was over. Um, and Young Thug and Gunner are also on that track, and Young Thug had an issue with it because he was like, "Yo, bro." If you was going to do that, you could have just let somebody know and I would have knew how to move instead of putting shots on it and making it seem like I'm, I was cool with that. Because obviously Young Thug has a relationship with Drake. Um, we know this, right. Young Money Gang. Yeah. Pusha, Pusha T responded by saying nobody knew that those shots were at Drake except for Drake. And Drake 
went and ran and told somebody in the industry. And that's how people know now. And he said, well, you know, if anything, I'm going to take the verse off. So mm. I don't know. I think mm. it's kind of nasty. Honestly, I would would have preferred Pusha T to put a verse like that either on his own record or on the record of somebody who's living instead of, you know, the attention is all on Pop Smoke's record. Any record that come out from Pop Smoke right now. So you decide the best way to honor him is to throw that on. Now, there's some people out here saying, oh, well, Pop Smoke knew about the verse before he passed and he was okay with it. I don't know. I still feel like it just takes away from the project. If anything, you could put a new verse on there. Yeah, and I um, also think that Pop, even Pop, even if Pop okayed the verse before he passed away, is like what Pusha said, the diss was, the only person who would have known it was a diss was Drake. So if he did it intentionally and nobody could read between the lines, besides the person who hears it, then that kind of also says a small statement about how that worked out. But either way, it that was That shit was not that subliminal. Like, you could tell us about Drake. Mm. He's, he's talking about Patois. He's saying, oh, something about, like, when the Patois not hitting, you go to uh, an artist that Drake has worked with several times. Like, you know it's about Drake. Mm. I don't know why he making it seem like it's so hard to decipher. But maybe for people who aren't in hip-hop, they wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But you could tell. I mean, either way, I get... I understand, like, if you want to keep throwing shots, keep throwing shots. I don't have no issue with that. It's, for me, personally, it's the record. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's some people that feel like it's free ball. It's free game. Like, once you're in that rap realm, it don't matter whose record you do the shots on. Drake has gone on other people's records and thrown shots at, that at is people. So He definitely has. He's he done it on multiple occasions, it. actually. He's done it on multiple yeah, He's done it on records. multiple He's throwed the subs at multiple occasions on different records. But and like I said, it is a little bit distasteful that he chose to do it on Pop. And at the end of the day, who's to say that he, you know, none of us could have predicted that Pop would have died. So if this verse was recorded in a time frame where Pop was still alive, then I doubt that would have been the case. But, you know, if worse comes to worse, just do another verse. Just take that bar out. You feel me? Like, yeah. you could have took out those three bars or four bars and spit some other shit and just patch it up. Like it's not out yet, so I'm pretty sure there was time to put to to submit that and make that final cut. I think that goes to your point about there being some other motive behind that record. You he wanted them bars out there on Pop Smoke's facts. Record. Yeah. Um, Beyonce's mom criticizes active uh, a- activist police. So people on Twitter who have been criticizing others regarding the protests. A couple of people, I guess, were coming at Beyonce and criticizing her efforts with the protests. And her mom mm-hmm. was on a podcast and was like, yo, this girl does a lot behind the scenes. And there's a lot of people out here who want to say how everybody should protest. But everybody in the fight is necessary. You got people online. You got people in the street. You got people who donate. You have people who do a bunch of different things. And they're not necessarily all going to be sitting on social media tweeting out every five minutes um so my question is is are we seeing the end of like this this nasty twitter culture cancel culture are we seeing that because we're seeing a lot of people starting to come out and and say things against all this extra shit of people running their mouth on twitter talking about oh this person's canceled or oh this person is not doing this right and that conversation is starting to bubble a little bit. 
How y'all yeah, feel? I, I think it's a good thing. I think this is something that has to happen because honestly, I could only imagine you working mad hard and something that you did with, and I'm not talking about people who do wild, outrageous things. I'm talking about a lot of times people get canceled for small things that that apology could fix. Like, okay, my fault. It was a it was a time frame when I was a bit more ignorant to these facts, or it was a time frame when I was not as cultured or not as enlightened on these things, or my mindset was different. People go through changes. People change. Like at the end of the day, sometimes all you, all it takes is that you're ignorant to it, or you need to be enlightened or educated on certain things for you to have a different perspective. And a lot of times, there's a lot of people who do things in the background. You don't have to. Not everybody is about you know putting all what all of the shit they do for the forefront. And I just feel like some people just have a a nasty habit on Twitter, and a lot of it is just. For clout too, son. Just trying to cancel people for no reason. It's just all like, for clout, son. It's like, come on, son. Like everybody doing what they gotta do in their own little ways. People, it's like when Jay made that call to the governor. Like, who would have known this nigga Jay has the governor phone number to call the governor? Like, like we would have never known that unless the governor said that. The governor didn't have right. to say shit, but he right. made it aware. And now people are like, oh, wow. Like, people do things in the silent. At the end of the day, that's what makes the difference. So, yeah, everybody's different when it comes to things like that. Do you got anything for that? Nigga, you already know I want these niggas canceled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you already know I want these niggas canceled, so. Yeah, for me, it. I, I think it's a strong point that Flo said, and... A lot of it now is just starting to get to nasty territory of moral policing. And what I mean by that is if you have a certain set of ideologies around what should and should not happen, but there's nothing illegal about it or wrong about it or, you know, inherently mean or evil then let them people make their mistakes or let them people make their their choices that they may have to grow from. There's a difference between, like you said, Flo, canceling somebody who is malicious and doing some wild shit, taking advantage of people, whatever have you. Um, and then there's, there's people who are in interesting or precarious situations that maybe you wouldn't find yourself in Maybe you don't necessarily agree with it, but there's no victim. There's nobody that's being hurt. There's just maybe a bad decision. You might look at it and you might say, yo, I wouldn't give that person my money or I wouldn't be in said whatever with this individual. But there's no there's no crime happening. There's no nothing happening. And people are starting to get into this realm where they're looking at people's morals um, based off of situations where, again, like the Jada Pinkett Smith, August Alcina thing is a perfect scenario where they started throwing out around the terminology mm. of predator, you know, and I get it in terms of some of the things you can definitely make a case that she did that most of us probably wouldn't agree with, but she's not mm. a predator. She made a mistake. Um, and we were hearing Predator being thrown around before we even heard her. Yeah, side. exactly. Like, she did it with another consulting adult. Everybody was consenting. Everybody was cool with it. 
Somebody just ended up getting hurt at the end. And that's that. That's every relationship that does not work out. Like that <laughs> somebody gets hurt. Like if you cheat on me in the relationship, I'm not gonna sit here and demonize you and say, Oh, you were a predator and you used my emotions and you never were invested in me in the first place. You made a mistake, and it's my decision whether we're gonna stick together or not. Like y'all know I'm king deal with uh fucking toxic girls. I'm not blaming any of them for the Facts. wild shit that they have done. I got to take my L2. You should. I, you should, though. No, I got to take my L2 in the in the sense of sometimes you see some shit and you got to make a decision. And if you, if you decide to still fuck around and deal with a certain thing, you got to deal with those consequences. And on the other end of it, yeah, they need accountability, too. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm not, they need help. I'm not going to sit here and, and demonize them. Besides the fact of the actual toxic things that I know they did. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this person needs to get canceled or this person needs to be demonized because they're going through their own growing pains and mistakes. At the end of the day, they were predators. They were predators. They were at the end the of the day, um, when when those situations happen, it's like they're going to have to reap what they've sold in due time. It's not it may not be in the form of me. It's going to happen whatever way. But I, I'm not going to be the moral police and tell them, you know, like, I, I know people who deal with exes that I personally would be like, you probably shouldn't deal with that person no more. It's not my decision to then be like, they're a terrible person because they want to still deal with their ex that is bad for them. Like, that's just a, I don't agree with what they're doing. And that's for me. But right. that's where all this cancel shit seems to be going. Salem witch trials. Right. Lynch mobs, like, it's just the new age version of that bullshit. So, I don't know, man. What I do know is Charlemagne has a new talk show. It's going to be weekly on Comedy Central. That's lit. What the fuck happened to the HBO deal? For real, for real. What the fuck happened? I would like to to know, too. Listen, Comedy Central paid better. And it's probably better for his can better. Either that possibly possibly a lot of times when cats don't deals fall apart, son, and they go with a different deal, son. A lot of times it's just negotiations gone sour or they didn't give him the freedom he wanted to talk about certain topics or, you know, the pay was better. A lot of times I think it's freedom and and and, and royalties. A lot of times I think it comes down to freedom and royalties. So fellas, do we do we think this is the first step to the end of the Breakfast Club? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't think so. Ryan Seacrest has seventeen hundred shows as a part of, <laughs> and that nigga still does his show every fucking day. Where he finds the time, you said what? I don't know. Ryan Seacrest, you said bro. What, Ryan Seacrest. The nigga is on seventy two hundred shows, bro. I see. Oh yeah, that's that a nigga fact. hosted eleven hundred award shows. Listen. Yeah, he yeah. he Ryan Seacrest is the hardest working white man in the, in the face of Black Lives Matter. So <laughs> I don't Fact. think it's gonna hamper Fact. him. I do think it's gonna he's not gonna be on the show as often. But in this current situation right now that we have going on, I don't think it matters because if he could just record from the comfort of his home, does it is it really a hindrance for him? I don't think so. I would love to see what he does with it. It's supposed to be like a a, talk, a a daily show type of S thing. I think he's going to be talking about politics a little bit on it as well. Um, so I, I'm definitely curious to see how it manifests itself. Um, what also got manifested 
was YG says that he's cool off of a Nikki verse now. He don't want no verses from Nikki after she has worked with Six Nine. I definitely saw that video with him saying that, and at the end of the day, the first thing that came to my mind is Nikki is not worried about a fucking YG. That, that that's number. That's one. a fact. She might be worried uh, about that YG check though. They might have. She might be worried about. They yeah, might have paid yeah, her a, yeah. a cool amount of money to get a Nikki verse. Right, right, right. Um, X definitely did predict this. Definitely did. Yeah, I was uh, saying. Will it be a trend? Yeah, I was saying. Um, this, we know the first whoever decided to work with Six Nine out the gate first, was right, was yeah. putting their career on the line. Of course, Nikki's not really putting her career on the line. There's plenty of people that'll still work with Nikki. Facts. But some of the smaller right. acts have definitely stayed away from Six Nine. Um. Yeah. And they definitely would be committing career suicide if they attached themselves to that brand, especially since, like I said, man, I didn't know about 6ix9ine. He came out blazing, a blaze of glory. That number one sat at number one for one week and then went to number 33 and was the biggest drop off other than Mariah Carey's a Christmas special CD that was on the charts for... Uh, two years, I think, before it had its big drop. So I've been saying, man, he's been inflating those numbers. That's number one. And number two, unless he can find a real way to solidify himself. He, he put out a track, Yeah, Yeah. I still haven't heard it. I haven't heard anybody speak about it. I just don't see, I just don't see 6 9 really making a full comeback unless, again, he finds some way to really keep attention and it's because of his tactic his tactic is the same shit that they do on soap operas it's drama 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 but eventually there ain't no you can't top yourself you didn't did everything you could possibly do that is going to shock and awe people so once you get to that plateau where people just don't get shocked or awed by anything you do your numbers are going to naturally take a fall and and that's what that's it seems fact. like is happening with him that's a fact i agree 100 percent I agree a hundred percent. And hey man, people at the end of the day, he's gonna have to figure that that loophole because at the end of the day, drama is only gonna work but so much. Eventually the music has to speak. And with uh, no other celebrities to really support and push him, he's not gonna get the clout like he used to get. So at some point you stop becoming the underdog and niggas just start to realize that you're taking advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. We got Chris Brown with a new album. What do y'all expect from this joint? I'm always here for some Chris records. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I feel like Chris Breezy is going to do the numbers that he always does. You know, he never has. To this day, we haven't heard Chris Brown have any financial issues whatsoever. Um, Other than with the whole Rihanna situation, he had a few endorsements taken away. But other than that, he looks like he's in a good space. You know, he has two Facts. kids now. He's in a different space in his and, life. So, and you Chris know, is the epitome Breezy. of stay the fuck out the drama and just put out music. <laughs> That's as it. of late. That's what the fuck That's he, as of late. That's what he learned. That's what he learned. What, um, yep. Do you expect it to be long or short this time around? It's gonna be 122 uh, tracks, uh, bro. I feel like I feel like it's gonna be mad songs. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be mad fucking songs. T.I. versus 50. Who y'all got? T.I. is gonna pull up T. I. With a hat versus like 50. this, bro. <laughs> and he's gonna put in that work. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> what you know about that? I got T.I. too. About I don't know if this shit gonna happen, but I feel like T.I. Oh, Paper Trace, that, you just got to play the Paper Trace album. 
and and 50 might have a long day. I mean, 50 it's, has one solid album to me. 50 has a good amount of hits, bro, but they're too 50 scattered. 50 got mad hits, though, so it's going to be scattered. He does have scattered. hits, but T.I. got got decades of hits. Like Both of them got a good track right. record. The thing is, T.I. has more recent hits. So I think T.I. has more hits in general because 50 don't have that many projects. 50 has the G-Unit stuff. He got the mixtape stuff. But the mixtape stuff don't hit the same way the T.I. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Hit. Them mixtape records is there. He got some mixtape records, bro. Them G Unit mixtapes is fifty got some was wild fire, bro. Shit, so I don't know. It's gonna be a good battle, though. I think it's gonna I, be a good battle. It's a good battle, though. It's, good battle. it's not. It's not a wash. Yeah. It's nowhere near a wash. Um, a lot of people have fifty kind of taken out Ti. So I would love to see it. I hope these niggas do it. Um, what I I didn't I never thought I'd see happen would be Donald Trump wearing a mask, though. This nigga wore a mask for the first time over the weekend. I saw that. Yeah, I saw I that. I saw that, and I, I laughed. I, I chuckled a little bit because I was just and like, And he committed oh. Roger's, Roger Stone's uh, sentence. Really? Yeah, so Roger Stone will not be going to jail. All of this true. is telling me that, that Trump knows that he's done in November. That's, that's what this says. Something tells me <laughs> he's going to win, son. Something at the bottom of my gut says this cat is going to have a second term. But anyways... I don't think we'll he see. thinks that. A lot oh, of his no. moves, a lot of his moves lately show me that he is very desperate. He's a little concerned about where this is going. Um, I pray that that does not happen. We will see. Joe Biden been super quiet, just so yes. I don't know what's cooking. Um, but the Washington Redskins are not, as they are finally going to fucking change their logo and their name from Washington Redskins. Why the fuck did this take so long, y'all? <laughs> because everybody Black was cool with it. Matter. That, you know, that it sounds like a simple statement, but that is a really interesting point. And this thing, you said Black Lives Matter. What, what was you saying? Yeah, I feel like Black, Black Lives Matter. I feel like this is the first time since 2014 when Mike Brown was killed in Missouri that Black Lives Matter literally has been changing the course of how every state deals with things that are sensitive to black people, black and brown people. Mm. Literally, they've been making the the type of noise that they've been making is no longer a protest demonstration. It's more like niggas is actually getting into positions of power and changing certain laws and making people think a certain way. And if niggas don't think a certain way, then the noise gets supplied in other areas that starts to affect the money. Once you start to affect these people money, bro, economically, shit go left. Shit go left. So that's what the fuck's been happening. And I'm not saying... The uh the the Black Lives Matter uh movement uh specifically, but I'm saying anything surrounding just the term Black Lives Matter in general mm-hmm. is fucking shit up. It's making every it's making it's even making black people a bit more conscious for those who weren't as conscious. Facts. It's making more people who were like, yo, that's not my son or that's not my daughter. I ain't got to worry about it. Now they're actually worrying about it, but in a different way. So yeah, and I think what it's a sign of the time. I think what the best thing about all this is. We're starting to realize that it's not okay. It's yeah, not okay. That, Washington Redskins is a wild name. That is a it wild is. name. It is. And I have a, a a Indian person in full head garb on your hel- like as your logo. As your logo, son. It's really it, it, wild. It's son. the reality, son. Like a lot of us have become conditioned, and what's happening is that that cycle is being broken, and people are being told, "No, sir." That's not fine. What they're doing over there is not okay. 
don't 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 become don't be, don't let it be normalized. It's been normalized for way too long. And a lot of us now all that's happening right now is that finally our voices are being heard. And that's the difference. Our Although you do have heard. an Indian on your hat. I definitely have Indian. I was just oh, saying that. I was like, oh, is, boy. This cat is the right color right here. <laughs> so, listen, he ain't red. Yeah, because D-Flow actually has the actual proper one on. To be yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm conscious of the hats I pick, my friend. Very <laughs> conscious of the hats I pick. <laughs> so, the NBA players have been complaining right. about getting steak and eggs delivered to their fucking beautiful hotel rooms. And niggas is finally speaking up to them like, yo, y'all niggas sound spoiled and tone deaf. I don't know if y'all heard about these they, niggas complaining because they're in a resort in Florida sitting around and they got to eat certain things that I guess they they have to get things Uber delivered and shit and stuff don't taste the way they want it to. But they're in like a five star resort. Yeah, Listen, I, man, when I you're spoiled, you're spoiled. When you live in a certain lifestyle, you want that cert- certain things to be done a certain way niggas is just spoiled that's just how that is and the final thing we should talk about before we get off of this uh y'all heard that wayfair conspiracy that's been floating about oh my about. god son i thought we weren't going to talk about this today yo <laughs> son. flo you can take that one all right bro so i'm laying in bed the other day son tiff comes upstairs she's like you heard about the wayfair shit i'm like what the fuck are you talking about Shorty starts showing me some wild wacky shit. And I was just like, if if I wasn't in more of my conspiracy bag before that, I went into a hundred percent conspiracy mode. So Wayfair, it's been dawned, it's been it's been made apparent to us that Wayfair has been running a sex trafficking scheme. Allegedly. So, allegedly. Alleg- human trafficking. <laughs> allegedly. You know about Wayfair? Wayfair? Wayfair is a furniture company. It's a it's an online home decor company. Yeah, it's I like think, um, I think two of the seats that we have in the office. Bro, are from didn't you get that yeah. furniture from IKEA? No, the desk was from IKEA. Yeah, Wayfair is like a, a online home decor site. So they sell like furniture and you know throw pillows and curtains and all that shit. Anything home decor. So let's 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 continue with our Wayfair conversation. So these niggas have supposedly been running a child. A sex trafficking ring, and people did some digging, and they would find out like um, certain girls that would go missing, like there would be like closets or like um, wardrobes that were being sold on, and it'd be like some old busted looking joints that would be sold on way for like twelve grand, thirteen grand, and the name of the of the missing girl would be the name of the wardrobe closet, so. Yeah, it was wardrobe closet. They had like a chandelier, a couple throw pillows, and it would be a throw pillow that's $9,999 or a busted up wardrobe closet for 13 grand. It was wild. It was some wild shit. And even there was a guy that came out from Wayfair that would be like, "Yo, like, you know, these these type of these type of um these type of orders would be like set in a certain part of the warehouse, and every time we would go there, we would notice like this box is like way more heavier than the regular boxes. So yeah, it it's how true it is, we don't know. Is it suspect 100 percent So what supposedly part of it that's also added to the story is that these uh so apparently Wayfair also 
allows for users to put stuff on the site. So they're saying that these particular items came from one user or several users, and it wasn't from Wayfair, the company. But it still sounds sus. Even if it was a user, the user was using Wayfair, I guess, in essence, to potentially human traffic. Um, It's all, whether it's true or not, it's super scary. And the fact that we're in a space where we can't even say not as bullshit off rip, we have to really sit here and be like, I don't know. This shit is sus. It's a scary place for us to be. Uh, I I don't know. Right now, anything, nothing you can't put off. You can't put nothing off right now. Like, everything you kind of have to be like. First, you should be able to take things with a grain of salt and be like, ah, that's kind of wild. But nowadays, with the amount of shit that's been happening, with how many people getting caught up with the the Epstein situation and all this extra shit, people being just tossed into the loop. And you're just like, but wait, this is not that far-fetched. Like, you kind of have to just look at things now and be like, this might be true. And, and that's scary. the world we live in isn't as glamorous as we thought. A lot of, I always said it, bro. Nobody becomes wealthy without some demons in the past. Like, this is just the hard facts. Nobody becomes wealthy and just this person is wealthy and they don't, they just got that wealth randomly. Like every. There's a lot of things that have to happen. Like, people do a lot of malicious, wild things out there. So, you know, unfortunately, this is the reality we're stuck in. However, I am happy that people are just a bit more cautious because sometimes people tend to be naive to these type of things. And, yes, granted, you want some people could go about living their life and be naive to certain things, but sometimes it's better for you just to kind of open your third eye a little bit and just be a little bit more precautious to certain things because not everything is a lie. Yeah. Uh, let's close out the show with some RIPs, unfortunately. Um, Zinzi uh, Mandela uh, passed away, the daughter of Nelson Mandela. RIP. Uh, Kelly Preston passed away. Naya Rivera was found. Her body was found. RIP to her. R.I.P. Man, um, they were looking for her mad long. She was on Glee, and I believe she dated Big Sean for a while. Yeah, that's the one that he made. He was engaged to her, right? So R.I.P. to her. Um, truly sad. But uh, yeah, what's the tough knot, Broski? Yo, the tough knot is don't get mad at people doing it, cause you're not doing it. Yikes! You can't do what they do, baby, and that's okay. It's okay. Damn. Big facts, um, though. That's the huge facts. Mm, big energy. <laughs> um, what would dad say? Dad would say, listen, man, you got to enjoy life when it's good because it ain't always going to be good. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it, when, it, when it seems like it's going in a positive direction, just bask in it. You know what I mean? Enjoy it. Bring your peoples along for the ride and and really, really, you know, take all of that in because life is always a series of waves up and down. Sometimes it may feel like you are drowning under the wave, but there's always going to be a point where you can pop back up. So um, when that does happen, just enjoy it and be responsible with whatever success comes your way um, because you may not get it again. And that's another episode of Dad Has a Bow Ties.